Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, I am so excited to have on a 25-year-old from Chesterfield, England. His own hockey journey is just getting started, and he is the Shed's favorite rookie, other than Mitchell Martin. And he is set to make his hockey debut October 21st versus the Leeds Rams. But even if he is lacing them up for the first time, I wouldn't be taking it to his net as he's a he's breaking into the league as a six foot seven horse on the blue line. We will still cheer him on, even if he supports the fun. Oh my god, work's calling me. What a joke. And we're right back in the shed. <laughs> and I think I was at we aren't gonna hold it against him, even if he cheers for the fun banners of Sheffield. Hopefully, he got involved in Kit Kat Get That back when fun was fun in the too big and too warm orange barn. But this shed guy doesn't just isn't just known for his hockey skills. He also runs amok in the football or soccer world and is the head coach of the Saint Santa Clara Lions and even took his skills coaching on the road to Alaska. But he is best known as the most exciting rookie the Sheffield Knights has seen in decades. Welcome to the Shed, Dylan Bath. <laughs> great. Thank you for your intro, and it's great to be in the Shed finally. Yeah, I guess you just saw the behind the scenes of the Shed, eh? <laughs> I did, yeah. It was, it was very informal. <laughs> so I do yeah. work at the Shed too, you know. you got to be able to do both, right? You've just proved it to me, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's it was like, you know, when you're playing hockey and the guy's like coming to hit you and you're like, I think I can stand on one foot, take that hit and then spin and hit the guy in front of the net, you know? And yeah. if you don't think you can do it, you can't do it. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. If you, if you, you just have to find a balance somewhere, don't you? Yeah. So sometimes I got to pause it. Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I understand. It's, it's uh, uh, right. So, no. right. Yeah. You got to work when you're working. Um, so I get into how we know each other. Um, we first connected over my honey hole Instagram, eh? Yeah, we did, yeah. So I, how did I you find I, out about the shed? Uh, I think I found out on tw on Twitter or what mm. it's called now, X. So I guess I should use that more often, eh? Yeah, I think someone shared it, another fan shared it, and then I got on the... On the That's how it works, though. Um, Word of mouth, yeah. hockey family, right? Um, but, yeah. yeah. It's not small, isn't it, that... If you if you hear about it, you're gonna you're gonna oh, spread it, aren't you? 
Yeah, well, if pe the people that are into it that uh, support me, that is how all this has happened. And it's pretty neat what's happened in my shed. Uh, just talking out here is, um, I think it's like almost 90 countries have listened now. And I know of other ones people have told me they've listened in that don't show up on that list. And man, it's it just makes my heart want to explode, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic thing you've, you've done from just, as you say, just talking in your shed. Yeah, well, that's actually what it is. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's much. I think now it's much more than just talking in the shed, right? Well, it's become that we can help out some people that we want to. Um, and you know, I'm even sponsoring a captain of a professional hockey team, the Chocolatey Manchester Storm, right? <laughs> oh, I couldn't pay those Sheffield bills. How much do they charge for their jerseys? It's got to be through the roof. I have no idea, but I know just to get a replica, it's about seventy-five pound. Um, yeah. Well, to be a sponsor is quite a bit more than that. Um, so there's a raffle at aleshockeytails.com. We're raffling off five Ryan O'Reilly signed pucks from when I was helping train with them in the summer on the ice, and we got your captain, the best-looking guy in the EIHL nowadays. Now that Lee Salters has retired. Robert Dowd's signed T-shirt of the whole new Steelers team, and that's to raise money for Rich Bateman's road to recovery, right? Yeah, I believe so. I believe that's up there, yeah. So that those raffles are at aleshockeytails.com. So get involved, folks. There's a Sheffield one and a Ryan O'Reilly signed pucks, right? Yeah. Get involved, Shed family. People helping people. It's a powerful thing, right? <laughs> yeah, that's all it's about, isn't it? Well, so... um. The fun banners of Sheffield, though, you guys are part of my hockey family. Like with um, the guy who got the signed T-shirt from Dowdy, um, Dave Wilcock, shed guy that biked 600 kilometers um, for Rich Bateman. He's the guy that got this T-shirt. And then when I see then the other fellow come out of the woodwork and give a two ales and hockey tails jersey to Rich when they got there after the six hundred kilometer bike ride. It's like, wow, my talking in my shed has become a thing, right? Yeah, I, I can't, I can't even ride one mile, let alone six hundred. So it's right on your gooch that whole time, man. He's probably still tender down there. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> I imagine. So. But it can really like almost make your heart pop when you see that stuff happening at the Sheffield arena. And like, you know, you didn't even play in Sheffield and then to see all that fun happening and people being nice to each other. It, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> We're a unique community, aren't we? The hockey community, really. Right. And then the shed community is even smaller. It's like a cult I've started. <laughs> <laughs> it's, certainly, it's certainly got some force behind it, hasn't it? Yeah. People helping people. It's a powerful thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, so anyways, get to your raffle tickets. And another way we know each other is you were thinking of cheering for the storm. You're starting to get into it, aren't you? You're starting to catch the the bug that's happening in Manchester. You know their next game's like sold out against your orange squad. I know. Yeah, that was just – I was listening to the episode with uh, uh, Matt, Jake, and Mosey there and uh, – I was in a shop or a store, so I just brought the th three chocolate bars that I knew were shed chocolate bars and right. pretty much ate them in, in that five minutes. So, but never, I, never going to convert me. Never. No, eh? you're orange through and through. You bleed orange. Yeah. yeah. Really? Um, yeah. Well, do you know, uh, this was a fun fact that I was going to try and surprise you because I know he's your buddy, but Tomo, 
Um, I reached out to him today to see if he wanted to jump on later on and like surprise you and say hi, but he's on the road today or he said he'd 200% have done it, but he uh, was gone for work, so he couldn't do it, but uh, that would have been fun, eh? That would have been fun. I would have loved that. And I thank you for the idea. Thank you for doing that as well. Well, fun is fun. I know what fun is. I know how to do it. I just, yeah, yeah he was busy today. So um, I could, I, you know, just for messages, are you are starting to play hockey for the Sheffield Knights. And just because my brain works interesting ways, you're number 44. Is that because of Tomo? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah that's cool when somebody wears the, the, their your number because of them. Like, look behind me. There's Rob Ra's number 18 jersey up in my shed. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I've heard about all these players that wore your number. Yeah, it was actually going to, my number was actually going to be 25. That's the number I originally wanted because of Steve Munn, another worthy shed guy who you should get on. Uh, Steve he was Munn, the, eh? Yeah, he was at the Steelers when, when I started watching. I, I'm friends with him as well. And that's where my first choice of number came from. But unfortunately, it was taken. So you're telling me Tomo's just your second pick. No, right? Tomo, no. I, I, hey, no. Tomo, don't listen to this, buddy. Cover your ears. This is going to hurt, right? <laughs> no, but I, I'm, cho- I, I'm grateful just to know the great shed guys that I've got to know through hockey. So, And I think that's one experience that the UK League and, like, it is the fans over there's NHL to them, right? Like, that is their team. Uh, that's their passion. It's not the NHL. That's when the games are on. And there is much more interaction with the kids in that league compared to like the NHL or any league anywhere, really. Um, Shed guys in particular, but there's much more interaction with the fans and the kids, right? Yeah, I just think we just do a great job in Britain of like putting on bowling nights and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like really interactive. That, and yeah, yeah, you're right. They are totally the NHL stars to to them. They so, you like like kids yeah. around here think NHL stars are like these special people that are like different, right? Where um I try to teach people that they're all just normal, just like the rest of us. Like they're just normal people. And I think that's what British hockey does is the guys are just normal. They act normal. They go bowling with the fans, you know, they do all yeah. that stuff. I drank a couple pints with some fans too, a lot of in Wales. <laughs> Just a a couple. (laughs) Yeah. I would love to find the wall for those. (laughs) Um, It was actually like going to your barn was one of the more memorable days as a devil probably for me. (laughs) Yeah. I wish you'd stop bringing that final up. I'm not talking about that one. Yeah. I was, I was there. I was there that that night. Oh, were you? I had a great time that night. I know you did, but I had a great um, time then. The game after when we, oh yeah, got goals. So when, when you won the league, then yeah, yeah, I remember that game too. There, it's like the exact opposite of winning is watching the other team win. Exactly, yeah, it is. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen that a few times with the Steelers in seventeen years. So right, um, so you've been a fan for seventeen years, eh? Yeah, it's a long time. It is. I've seen. I've seen. It changed. I've seen. You're only um, 25. So you started when yeah. you're eight. Yeah. How'd you, how'd you go to your first game? Who took you? Uh, my, uh, my granddad, he worked for a company in Sheffield called Liberator. Oh and, yeah. Uh, he got a chance to sponsor the Steelers 
or an Olympian. He chose the Steelers and Liberator sponsored the Steelers for for a couple of seasons, and I got all the benefits that got I could get from that. Really. Yeah. So you got yeah. to go to the games and we're yeah. so back then it would have been in it wouldn't have been in the big fancy arena that it's in now, what right? Yeah, it would have, yeah. We, oh, we, so they've been in that barn the whole time, eh? They never started yeah, in that just, little uh, one beside with the curl. Yeah, we just we played at I Sheffield when Sheffield Arena wasn't available. Right. But that doesn't happen anymore, eh? And it's happening for the playoff home like because take that are coming next year. The Sheffield Arena, so because what there's a band called Take That Off. I've got the arena the, the night we are meant to be playing our home. Seriously, the, uh, yeah. so you guys aren't gonna play your you get one playoff game at home and you're not gonna play it in your big bar. No, <laughs> that's <funny>. no, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's funny though. <laughs> and I have to thank you on this podcast. I actually forgot that I was at both beating hind games when you came over, really. Yeah. Um, I definitely, yeah, I, I ran amok that weekend. That was uh, my first weekend on my new team, my second year in Germany. And that was my best year I ever played of hockey. And that was when me and Big Sexy played together. And that was our first weekend together. And I tell you, it, chemistry was instant. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can imagine. And all the evidence of the podcast has suggested that. <laughs> um, it was fun, though. Um, and that was a pretty fun weekend for a german team to come to sheffield and i tell you we ran amok that night too on and off the ice <laughs> knowing you through the podcast and the, <laughs> just who i've heard you are from fans of cardiff as well i can believe that <laughs> i don't know what people are saying it's probably not true <laughs> no it's, it all matches up to what you spoke to other players about really <laughs> Uh, well, when you get to fly over to the UK league for a weekend and see Sheffield and then um, get to go out and you don't fly out till later the next day, you could really have a time. <laughs> I can't remember. I think we lost. I think oh. we lost both games. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Winning's, winning's fun. <laughs> Even in preseason. Our team was a, what we, that was a squad though. Like it was. If we had four lines of players. We had like seven D that could all play that. Our seventh D went to the DL the next year. So it was, it was a squad. Um, and then at your team, I believe had just flown in and like literally had just got off the plane and put on the wheels and played us. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't think at that time we had preseason like weeks like we do now. I think it's just, as you said, just jumping, jump off the plane straight on, into the ice and then and then they just get after it where we would go to germany and train like for that month more than a month it was disgusting i don't even want to talk about it okay (laughs) we were so itching to play that preseason game just so we could take the running shoes off and put skates on you know yeah yeah i know also the plan is next year to head to germany and Denmark to watch a few games. So, well, that'd be cool. You'll have yeah. to, you got to get some two ales and hockey tails gear to wear for your trip then. Yeah, I do. And I've also got to start, uh, sort out that sticker as well for my own bucket. That's right. Um, and folks, we do have clothes available at aleshockeytails.com, right? And uh, we're also going to get more jerseys made and stuff. So, if people are into it, let me know because seeing pictures of people in two ale stuff at hockey barns around the world is pretty neat from your shed in Kincardine, right? Yeah, I'd, I'd love a jersey to be fair. To be, yeah, well, there you go. And uh, I think 
we're going to do it where you can just buy them or we'll start keep raffling them, but I think you can buy them. My sponsor, right, Neil Parker, uh, I don't remember what episode he was, but he's the one that has fronted me these jerseys to get things going and fun, make fun fun. So um, thank you, Neil, for everything you do for me. And um, we do have more jerseys coming in hot. <laughs> that, that's really exciting. Like, I, I've seen them around uh, Sheffield Arena as well. And it's just like... That's cool, know, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, know the, they know their shed guys, right? Uh, yeah, they know... Oh, and, what, uh, what, does that. the shed family like just look at each other and be like, shed family? Do you, do you like ever uh, say something to each other at the barn? If I did that to um, people wearing the said jerseys, I think they'd look at me a bit more weird than they already do. No way. If you said shed family to a guy wearing a two ales and hockey tails jersey, he'd know exactly what you're talking about. He'd probably give you a hug. <laughs> if if there's a... That's hockey guy. family. I, you imagine Sheffield and Carter fans getting along and they nodded at each other and said shed family? That'd be cool. Yeah. And Manchester fans too. I got a big family now. You have, yeah. <laughs> Got way bigger. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I would have some more Steelers players on personally, but <laughs> well, you can't when I'm a sponsor of a team, you know, I gotta be careful who I'm shed boosting. Yeah. You can right. I got a Sheffield Knight on today. That's not yeah, a Steeler. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get Dowdy on though and Tansy again because since I had Tansy on when he was in Denmark and now that um, he's mucking it up big time in the UK league and he looks like he's having fun and playing with passion. Um, I'd like to chat with him again and also Dowdy for the raffle. You know, we gotta, we gotta blow the doors off of this raffle for Rich Bateman. Right. So we gotta get that, the new captain in, eh? Yeah. Scored, uh, Tansy scored and both and Dowdy scored against the storm. Uh, yeah. I heard. Yeah. So yeah. Shed guys score. I mean, can't control them all the time. Right. Yeah, what surprised me was how good Evan is in goal. Yeah, I that was some of the, like just looking through my device. There's a lot of people mentioning he was really kicking them out the first couple periods. Yeah, he was he was definitely keeping them in the yeah. game. Well, and he's a beauty. I really enjoyed that guy. Um, good chat. I like a goalie that like a shed guy goalie man. That's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, yeah. Just back there doing his thing, running him up, right? So, well, and he just wants to be a good teammate. That, like, you can tell that just the boys are going to want to play hard for him. When you got the, you know, when a goalie is like buddies with everybody and everybody's friends with him and everybody wants to block a shot a little bit more, everybody wants to get in the way of that puck just a little bit more for each other, but also for the goalie, you know, um, it, it is a thing in hockey. I can believe you. It's like yeah, bouncy too in Cardiff. Everybody wants to block a shot for that guy. I've got mixed opinions on uh, Bouncy. I, I love him in the GB shirt, but when he's playing for Cardiff in Sheffield, mm. I, I'm not the biggest fan. So he always well, seems. To yeah. his well, ball. you know, it would have been pretty neat for him to, uh, when he had grown up in Sheffield and had left and become a starter in Cardiff, to come back and win that Challenge Cup game that we yeah. got carried away after the game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd love I'd love to know that hotel you got banned from, but obviously I'm not going to say. So <laughs> I actually have no idea what it's called. They, they, all the hotels look the same by the end of it, right? <laughs> that deep in your pints. Well, I mean, you, you go to enough towns that you just like it's another hotel. You just rock in and go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sleep for 
a few hours. Yeah, but I know they can't go back there. <laughs> Do you know that? <laughs> Fun times, right? Yeah. It, and that's what I love about the pod. It's like it, it allows me to, and all the other listeners, to actually get a real good idea of what you guys do as pros. And, right. well, yeah. and then there's been the chats in Germany where I've had German folks reach out to say they they only get what the team puts out there, right? The yeah. uh, You could almost call it just the propaganda that they don't get to hear what actually goes on with guys' contracts and the shady side of German hockey. And um, I've had fans thank me that they've they had never heard our side before, and I think that's neat. You know, changing yeah, the hockey world one day at a time. <laughs> yeah, particularly when you know you know those players so well, and you've played on the same team or against them, and you know so well, and then they open up to you. Well, and it helps that I played in a lot of the countries too, right? Maybe it was a good thing that I'm not for everyone, and everybody asked me to kindly leave. Was then I got to go experience all these different countries yeah. but like it's like that i know a bit about the steelers history and background was because i went over and played against them with beating was i knew who was on the team then and you play two games against a team you remember which players could play just from one weekend yeah I, and i think we were successful that at the end of that season as well so it might have been the double we got league and playoff double we got that year Right. Off the top of my head. Well, you guys had a good squad. It was like Joe Talbot was there. And uh, yeah, well, jo- Twinkle Toes, Jono was there too, <laughs> way back then. <laughs> it's, it's weird now, him not being on the squad. It like, would be weird. And like all 17 And years, he's still playing hockey. The punk. He is, yeah. Yeah. With what they're called the Steel Dogs. Yeah, the Steel Dogs, yeah. He's got like four points in his first three games or something like that still. Yeah, well, he can still do it. Like, that guy's going to be in shape his whole life, you know? And I think he's got quicker. Really, eh? Did he let his toes breathe? Did he get a bigger size (laughs) pair of skates and say, well, don't have to keep this case this tight? Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to ask him that. But Mm, I I was planning on having him in once he had a taste of the real world for a few months. And then I was going to ask him, like, how much he was missing it. But now he's still playing. He doesn't miss it. No. But to be fair, I think when you take hockey away from a a hockey guy and a shed guy, they're gonna and they're not injured and they're as fit as they are. They're gonna, you're gonna play. find a way to keep playing. But like I didn't want to. Like when I come around here, there's nowhere for me to play that like I'd want to play. But like having the steel dogs around, that would be good for him. But my body was pretty broken. I did it for a few years and then my body was too broken to do that real hockey anymore. <laughs> and now you're running a muck in the coaching world, aren't you? Well, I'm doing my best. Um every time I go out there, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, it's really fun. I love it. Um, I actually have a huge passion for coaching and I think I'm, I think I'm doing well at it. Um, but, uh, you know, time will tell, see where it all goes, but I sure like, uh, building a team and, uh, trying to win stuff. (laughs) Seriously. If you think about it, when I think out loud, it's like, you see coaches getting fired and stuff. And then I start thinking to myself, I'm like, could you imagine if a team someday was like, Wally, we want you to build a team of shed guys. And I'd be like, holy moly, who the fuck's going to beat us? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. 
good luck to good luck to the other teams in that league. Right. And then I was coaching it and I got to like we got to just start running amok. That would be something else. But yeah, um, I'm practicing all my coaching now. I, I tell you this every season so far has been totally different, different vibe, different kids to get to know, different parents to get to know. Um, but I think so far from the feedback is that um, I've built a lot of shed guys and gals that love hockey and want to get better at it. That's why it starts with great coaching, isn't it? Well, I think it starts with people wanting to play and enjoying being there, right? Yeah, that's it's fun's the number one thing. Well, if, if, you, if you don't want to get better and you don't like being there, you're not going to want to stay there to get better. You're going to want to leave because it's not fun. Yeah, exactly. And you're not you're not going to and you're not going to want to do it, are you? No. So. And then, like, how do you run amok if you don't have a smile on your face? You can't. You can't. No. No, you can't at all. Yeah. So that's what I tried to do. Um, but like at this age with under 13s, like I, I, ha- I haven't been able to be just fun guy all the time. I got to like keep them these, this age group in line and like, make sure they're into it and listening. And like um, that, like when we go out to practice, like it's not all just ha 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 now. Like when you go out there, you got to get better. Then we can yeah, have fun. It's like working, doesn't it? It's like working on stuff in, in the practices. Yeah. Rather than- if you get 50 minutes, you got to go out there and have get after it. And then you can joke around in the locker room after that you got after it, right? <laughs> yeah. There's a time and a place, isn't there? Like you you got to work you- hard and play hard, right? That's yeah. my motto. <laughs> That's running amok. <laughs> yeah, it is. And- it's like that call we got there when I was in the middle of the intro, right? I worked hard <laughs> and now I play hard for lunch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're uh, wanting to talk to a a rookie has just started the sport playing it and it's like I've only been going like a month and it's like he really wants to talk to me. Who me? Yeah. Well yeah, you're shed guy. <laughs> yeah. Um I can tell from our messages back and forth that just I can tell that you get hockey and you get what it's about just from the messages we've had back and forth. You know? Yeah. And 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 you, nice. you decided to start playing hockey because you said you heard it was fun. And it's like, to think that I have something to do with you enjoying life more and finding a new passion. Um, like I said, from talking in my shed, that's neat. <laughs> yeah. I think also because I've been working out in the gym a lot more, I think also I needed to find a sport that they, that that can help me do well in. So hockey was... You just started working out, and then you're like, "Oh, I better now that I'm a machine, I better use this machine." Yeah, now that I actually know what this machine can do. Let's Is that right? Fine. Well, I got hurt putting on my socks this week, so there <laughs> you go. I guess uh, you're becoming an athlete, and I'm not. <laughs> I guess I've I guess I've got time before my feet start hurting and struggle to get socks on in the morning, so. Well, yeah, you're only 25, but uh, yeah, I really jarred the back there. Um, so much so I had to cancel my skills day this Sunday because I couldn't, well, I couldn't put on my socks. <laughs> so <laughs> should probably start exercising again. But when do you find time to do that? And 340 episodes, right? <laughs> I have no idea. I'd have but to be you... exercising well talking. I don't I can't do that. Can't do both at once. No, you can't. <laughs> You should do a pod on the run. See what that does. Yeah, right. Nobody wants to listen <laughs> to that shit. Ugh, <laughs> oh, gross. Um, 
<laughs> so where and what are you doing now? I'm uh, just at home in Chesterfield. I've got practice tonight in Sheffield or Rotherham, and I'm just currently off work right now. And What do you do for work? I'm in a warehouse currently, uh, yeah. 15 boxes for 12 hours a day, four on, four off. So without that, I wouldn't be able to get into this hockey world. So so four on, four off, you're talking days. So then you got to work some weekends yeah. and you got to miss hockey and stuff. Or like, what are the hours? Do you day shift or are you like 12 hour shifts? I'm like 12 hours, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Yeah, that's a full day. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's it's not the funnest work, but it allows me to do things like if we go to the games and play. So for now, right. it's okay. Yeah, well, you got to work hard to play hard, right? Yeah, as I've just heard, and it makes sense too. <laughs> well, you got to do the work before you get to play, right? Yeah. So that's like every time I won a championship, it really got away from me because it was really hard work. So I had to play yeah, just as hard. Enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. so every time it got away from me. <laughs> no. um, so what yeah what are you guys working on in a ball hockey practice you guys got like systems uh, or are you just doing skill stuff um mainly mainly system stuff um how we want to play against leads you guys adjust based PK, on who you're yeah. playing against you guys don't just worry about your system and the other teams can go fly right, right now it's it's a combination of our system and how they and how they play, but it's like a bit of both everything. Jeepers, our, you guys got a lot of strategy going on here. Our play and penalty kill. Is that right? Yeah, I love the power. Uh, I don't like the power play because I don't know where to stand on it. But PK, I love. I love a PK. You like a PK? You like to muck it up around your net and just giving people whammies in the bottom, yeah. like top of the hip. Right there, you know, you can give them some whammies there. That'll piss some people off. <laughs> Don't get me in the box as well, no doubt. Well, if you do it, you can you can do it without taking a penalty if you just give them the little ones, right? But yeah, power also... play, you know, maybe talk to your coaches. Maybe they want a six foot seven guy just standing in front and you can work on your tips, right? Get your butt cheeks right in the goalie's face, give them some butt sandwiches. I I had mentioned that to them and that's uh, that's further down the line and Either that yeah. or you can, if you got the skills, man, if you've been working on your stick handling, we'll put you at the top on the power play and you can just throw your tits into some slap shots. <laughs> that probably will come down the line, if I'm honest. <laughs> and also, we, we've been working on, on individual skills as well. I think I need to say that. So we're not just doing systems. Right. Yeah. You have to work on that stuff. So you got to yeah. be. So you have to run, though. Like you don't even get to glide on shoes. Yeah. I I prefer to run because if I got onto the ice, I'd look like Bambi. Is that right? You can't skate. You've been a fan no. for seventeen years and you can't skate. Did you yeah, know the, Man- the Manchester Storm team of shed guys are having a skate with the Storm after the match? Um, so you know you could chuck on your wheels after you chuck some chocolate at Manchester. You know, <laughs> I, I'd be the guy with the penguin. I love the guys with the penguin. It looks so ridiculous. Why is it a penguin? In Canada, we use chairs. Yeah. Or like the tripod thing. A penguin, though. It's like, it's almost like they're making fun of you. Like, here, come get a penguin. (laughs) Yeah. Me and ice. Yeah. We're going to make you push a penguin around the ice. That's how bad of a skater you are. That's, you know, it's mean. And where the chair. 
<laughs> and wear those blue skates, right, as well. And the blue skates. Those are <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> like, how is anybody going to enjoy their time on the ice with blue skates on like that? Unbelievable. And everybody uh, goes public skating. Can't imagine. Yeah. It's like, it's like some kind of mass brawl kind of thing on the ice, isn't it? Oh, and then if they got the ice disco going and they get the music pumping, right? That's when people really get into yeah. it. <laughs> That's a <I> feel like <laughs> that roller hockey disco. I Do you know an extra practice for the hall. Well, to be fair though, um, the people with the penguins, you know what? Keep using the penguins if you need them because <laughs> over there I also saw the people that weren't using penguins that really should be. <laughs> and man, there's some wild wipeouts right like it was it, it didn't look safe to be out there even if you could skate there's people everywhere and erratic people that couldn't skate and would just run into the boards run into people you know wild times and we're back <laughs> don't know what's going on with your internet dude are you okay i'm all right yeah i'm good all right I don't know where we were at, but um, I remember when you first got into this hockey thing, you messaged me about any stick handling drills. Uh, did you did you do what I told you to do? I do what I t- you told me to do. Yeah, I do, and it's helping. That's good. Yeah. Um, that's actually if I wouldn't have got myself injured trying to put on my socks. That's what I my skills days usually is a lot of actually what Lordo used to do on our skills days in Cardiff to start. Um, but um, anyways. The stick handling stuff I told him to do was what I sent you to do. You stick handle out front as fast as you can, as wide as you can, your forehand side, your backhand side, you know? Then you got to do some uh, spinaroonies between the legs, you know? A little je ne sais quoi. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting because most of the time, I, I when I, you first sent me them, and thank you, I practiced with a smaller stick. Yeah. And now I've got a, a, a stick that looks like a lamppost. And I'm trying to stick handle with that. It's a little bit different. Why is your stick like a lamppost? Just because it's it's nearly the same height as me. Yeah. Um, so for my experience, just if you want to know, um I think people get used to shorter sticks. You get better at stick handling with shorter sticks. And then as you get used to a shorter stick and stick handling with it, you can just gradually keep getting longer and longer sticks until like by the end of my career, I could do all the stick handling stuff, but also with a stick that was like up to the top of my head because I had worked my way up to that, that I also was losing a step each season. So I had to get a longer stick so I would still win the race to the buck, right? (laughs) Yeah. And also uh, my flex was a bit too much in the small stick as well. So too high. much with a small stick. Small sticks usually are stiffer. Yeah. Yeah, like a it was like a hundred and two flex. Like for someone who's not picked up a stick, it's a bit of a challenge. So it's now the new one's about eighty flex right now, I think. That sounds like you that's very flexible. Yeah. It is. So you're just doing wicked twisted wristers then or what? Uh, yeah, I've been advised to to use the flex and hit before hit before the ball and kind of follow through the ball. So I'd be curious to listen to the coaching that goes on over in the UK ball hockey scene. 
Yeah, it would be it would be interesting. Like be a fly in the wall, right? Well, it'd be just it's just interesting because I saw like some minor hockey practices in Cardiff or adults playing hockey, and I was just like, "Whoa, what's this?" <laughs> you know, that's all. You <laughs> don't tell me you're frozen again. Are you still there? Yeah, oh, I bet I bet you're not. You're still here. Yes, I am. I can so, hear yeah. you. I can hear you. I'm. Now nah, we're good. Hey, so anyways, um, what I got was why the Steelers. I guess that's the closest team, and that's because of the sponsorship, right? Yeah, and it's because of my grand and granddad who went to the Steelers long before I was born. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's all roads lead to the Steelers. Um, well, I, I was looking back through our messages to see what we've talked about because there's a lot going on these days. Just that was the research team getting hot this time. You sent me that the preseason this year, Sheffield had 9,000 fans at a preseason game. Yeah, it was, it was unreal. It was. Well, and that's pretty neat. So if, if anybody's listened to me, I would say cheaper tickets with a full barn is way more fun for everybody in the arena and the players, you know, than more higher price tickets and an empty barn. That sucks. Yeah. So well done Sheffield there packing that bitch in a preseason, right? The team playing, it was just a really good game. Goals on an empty arena, right? Yeah. Nobody wants an empty arena and um, your internet sucks. Um, But anyways, um, that arena is huge and people wonder, like, I'm sure Cardiff is like, how is Wally only talking to storm guys and sponsoring their captain? And he's a devil. And it's like, well, when you look at their barn and you look at all the people and all the money coming in and like all the different stuff they got going on. And then you look at Sheffield and you think, well, 9,000 fans, times 10 pounds a ticket is what? And then it's like, so, I mean, I'm just trying to make sure the league's competitive. I like competing. And, um, you know, the the shelter is is a great barn. And, um, but they can't make the money that those other teams can in that little barn. And I'm just trying to help out so all the shed guys get to compete, right? Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, it's like, you need you'd like money spread across equally, wouldn't you? On the league, I I think that would be fun, but no, I'd rather Ma- like Manchester Cardiff have more now. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, uh, but no, like it's it, money does matter. But like I I I like to prove people wrong, and I think Manchester has a squad of really great dudes um, that are young, up and coming pro guys and um they also have critch and these other leaders um i think they have everything they need to do great this year and they remind me of the cardiff devils 2014-15 that like legit had been a ninth place team the year before um everybody was up in arms we get new owners but like we were a lower budget team that year they we weren't paying guys much and um and we went we almost won the league you know, yeah, it, it was it was weird seeing Cardiff finish ninth and then go on this unbelievable run of trophies and success from then. Well, and like to think of Lordo recruiting that team in 2014 15 that like he got Joey Martin there 
He got Andrew Hawthorne there. <laughs> like he got some legends for that club. Bouncy's first year as a starter. Um, he, you know, the, the people he brought in that became foundations of their dynasty was like, it's amazing how fast he put that team together in like six weeks. And then those are the guys he got, you know, yeah. bunch of misfits. It was, it was mind blowing that when you said only six weeks to recruit a team. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when I think about that, like, <laughs> but then I thought about like how fast it happened with me going there. It's like, I was at my cottage right here. I get, I send out my email. I get one back from Todd. And then I go in, research the team a bit where there's Wi-Fi back then. And uh, as I'm doing that, I'm like, so the coach is Andrew Lord. And I'm like, Jesus, I just played against him. Like that guy's going to be my coach. He's younger than me. And I'm like, this is weird. And um, anyways, then I talk with him and uh, Lord and I have our chat and we had battled against each other. And then, I was looking at this house with my wife and Colby was a little buck. The day we were looking at this house was the day I signed with the Cardiff Devils. And it's very interesting how all these things have happened along the way. And now the shed is here and I bought that house the same day I signed with Cardiff, who is the team that brings me back for Wally night. That then makes me realize I can be myself. <laughs> yeah. And I guess it was that moment which was really good for you because that spurred this whole yeah. setup. Yeah, well, it did. And uh, it it yeah made me realize that it wasn't that bad of a thing to be myself. And, you know, yeah. I, yeah. I can be a lot, though, and I'm not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't experienced it. Maybe a testimony I will, but from what I've heard, it's you know what fun is. <laughs> okay, anyways, poster picks. Um, you, the first time I ever saw you in a picture, you sent me a picture and you said the captain of captains and, uh, it was you with twinkle toes, eh, Jono? Holy moly, get better internet. You yeah. Can. I think just he, for me is the, I don't I'm here still. You are here, but um, you were cutting out there. You're gonna say he's the epitome of a shed guy, probably, because he is. Yeah, he he 100% is. And on his last game, I was crying when uh, the that special intro was played. I still watch it to today, and I, it's still a bit too much emotionally. Yeah, you can imagine what it's like for him. <laughs> I I can. So um, that brings back a memory for me was the, well, there was the Wally night one, which obviously was shocking. And like, I couldn't even believe it. I thought I was just going out to drop a puck. And then they have a whole video on the Jumbotron. That's like, whoa. And like, I still have that video and it's pretty gosh darn neat to have something like that. But then <clears throat> the year I, my knee goes, and then I act like a donkey the rest of the year and do my best to help the team win and get spray painted naked and do pregame speeches and all that fun stuff. Um, we do piss it down our leg. We lose in the playoffs and we're having our awards banquet or whatever. And, um, and Todd just said, Hey, Wally, you ready to cry tonight? I'm like, 
what are you talking about? Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm not up for any awards. I don't even play. And then, like, they did do uh, a video tribute for me and Marshy because um, we were both retiring and we went out on the red carpet. Colby came with me and then they played a video tribute. And it's like, people that know how to hockey do that for people. And hockey players appreciate that. And for to go out of hockey that way, getting a video tribute on a Jumbotron other than finding out you didn't get a contract some summer and then all of a sudden you just realize you're in the real world it was like it was a good way to end it you know yeah after thinking probably i guess in germany you as you've already said uh, earlier on when you were sure you were staying right i bet that is not the way you wanted it well it's weird to think i just have never been back i didn't know if i'd be going to germany or somewhere else um but yeah, it's the hockey world can just be over in an instant if you don't get the contract or whatever it is. There's a lot of ways it could just be over, but it was a nice way to end it with a video. And I'm sure Jono really appreciates what the Steelers did for him because they, they gave him a car, right? Yeah, he, he 100% deserves every bit of good fortune in the future and, and reward and his name and number to be remembered they say good things happen to good people and he's about as good as people get (laughs) yeah and it's just like you you don't realize how good a person or a player he was until i guess until he's gone like until he's yeah when he's he's not out there and yeah when he would he you know in pro hockey a lot of it is finding consistency and playing the same way every night and not having the really good game. And then the really bad game is like, Jono played the same way. Every time, every time you were going out to play the Steelers, you knew it was going to be a battle because he was going to get that team going because he was yeah. going to play the same way and he was going to compete every night. It's, it's funny. I was, I was in uh, California when they had that uh, GB game um, and you could hear exactly what he said. Mm-hmm. And yeah. over here in England, apparently it had been like muted, so they couldn't hear her. And it was just like, "Okay, Jonna, you're ready for this." He he said it on TV. Yep, the c word. He called the other team the c word. He didn't mean it. He just wanted to compete, right? Yeah. He, 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 he didn't loved- actually think they were the c words. He was just trying to get the boys fired up, right? I'd love to see it as a from a captain. <laughs> yeah. I I like his pregame speeches. I thought mine were just as legendary, though. Just to let him know, um, he said <laughs> he said a bad word in uh, you know in public. I did a lot of things not in public that guys would, might think were pretty wild. <laughs> and they, and I think they shouldn't stay not public. <laughs> oh, that's hundred percent. They shouldn't come out ever. Anyways, next poster pick. You're it's outside the Barclays Center. What's that? The Barclays Center was where the New York Islanders played before they moved into the the new arena, and I was um, over in New York to watch the New Jersey Devils play for the first time live against New York. So they're kind of my NHL team. Uh, who is the Devils? I want if they're yeah. playing the Islanders. I wonder if Coonhackle is playing because Small World is the Islanders. That team you would have watched. Those are our fellas. Those are shed guys. 
we we went right down after the games, mucked it up with them, got pictures with all of them. Uh, Colby got pictures with all sorts of Islanders that night, and they were all great with them. You could tell who's a shed guy, though. Matt yeah. Mar- Matt Martin is a shed guy for sure. That must have been awesome. It was, and we weren't. Kunakel didn't even play that night, and we just bobbed her and weaved our way down there. <laughs> The, the result wasn't awesome. The Devils lost on a penalty shootout, but still, to see them play. Yeah, they, they are quite good, aren't they, those NHL players? Yeah, it's it's incredible how quick everything is. Yeah, and organized and uh, yeah. skilled. Yeah. Yeah, and all-round top athletes, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yep. They're good. <laughs> Um, okay, then there's another picture of you at the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that was in Nottingham. Uh, when it came to Nottingham, oh, so you were there when GB won gold with all the shed guys? Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, that was that was awesome. Like, it's a it's a Disney movie. It is a Disney movie. So, just to see them go back up again, and just to see an international tournament in a country where hockey is not the most recognized sport was just unbelievable. And, and then they win gold at home, right? Yeah. It's like how much coverage on TV are they getting when something like that happens? It's not enough, is it? It's hardly anything, really. And that's embarrassing. Be better, you know? Yeah. It's you're winning gold on your home soil in the world championships of ice hockey, and it's hardly on TV. And I'm watching Ben Bounds make kick saves over here when he's in the division one. So come yeah. on. It's like people ask me when or still ask me when I say I'm going to hockey games. They have hockey in they have hockey in England and uh, uh are you sure that isn't that American? Isn't it's like it's And the and that's the thing is the people in the UK, in the British, in the EIHL, the fans, the teams, the owners, the GMs, the coaches, everybody is as passionate about their team as any NHL team. And like that's how the whole shed works is that everybody is so passionate about their own team. And um, but it's also like a hockey family, you know? Yeah. It's and a good think, culture over there. Yeah, it's you just have to look at the several charity things they've done over recent years, you know, to well, there's the charity stuff, but like also like I think people make cultures and like Jono being like the leader and captain of Team GB and like kind of like the EIHL too, like they have the right people in the right positions for a long time to make hockey the way it was. Like Jono's the type of guy you could go out there and compete with, muck it up, give her, and then after give each other cheers and have a beer and have a chat about how the game was and that's yeah. hockey. You know, yeah, like that's uh, not an, a part you think about until I guess podcasts like this, and then it's just like, yeah, it, it's exactly what and it is, and it's how it's been described. Yeah, well, sometimes people just need to listen to me, right? I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and everybody thought I was the bad guy, you know, for having fun too much. You know, now we're starting it's one to wake of the best up. Things about the pod, isn't it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> fun. Uh, okay. Anyways, next poster pick. I threw it on there of you playing ball hockey. Um, so you guys are playing on the blue floor, of the sport court. That's roller hockey floor. Yeah, 
I can't shoot the ball off of it. Yeah, you got you're using a ball on that. Yeah. So I always used the roller hockey puck on that floor and I would run a muck and roller hockey. I did. I'm not gonna not gonna it's, disagree. <laughs> it's too hard to get it's too hard to get the ball. I know I'm a, I know I'm a rookie and I know I can improve at that, but it's just So you're just you using know, you're using the orange ball on sport court. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it doesn't go well. What kind of curve are you using? Uh, I wish I knew what curve it was. It's like mm-hmm. I, I just went to a puck stop and they helped me out and I have no idea what my curve is. And I wonder if they did help you out. You know, sometimes if people don't know how hockey, they can tell people how to hockey the wrong way. But Maybe I'll send you a I think the, I think those orange balls, there's not much you can do. I played some ball hockey in the summer back when I could run. And uh, you just kind of whack those. You can't aim those because when you shoot it hard, it curves. Right? Yeah. And, and they can hurt. Yeah. And that's why, like, shooting a puck doesn't curve. You can shoot those where they're supposed to go. Balls, you can't. No. Uh, but then I guess... It would be an interesting challenge to see a, get, a nice hockey game played with an orange ball, wouldn't it? Just thinking that. <laughs> so that, like, actually, interesting thing was a parent told me the other day that when they saw me coaching the gals last year, that they said I was the most creative person on the ice they have ever seen or concurred minor hockey's ever had. And I thought, huh, that's funny. Um, cause I tried to be creative as a player and they said that as me as a coach, but I've played, I've had the orange ball out to play hockey out there. <laughs> uh, I bet that, I bet that has some interesting results. Well, like for the girls, it was just to switch things up. Right. Or, um, I think I even might've done that with the boys, but it was just like the warm up to start practice, right? Like scrimmage yeah. with an orange ball, just to make it a little bit different and funner, you know, just because it changes it up a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Just- you got to try and make it fun. Right. Yeah, can't always do the same old shit. Some coaches w- would get you to. Some coaches do do that, and it it, it feels like old shit that you don't want to do, and then it's not fun. <laughs> and then I'm, you don't I'm try as hard. And I guess it's why am I doing this? I can already do this kind of thing, you know. That's yeah, I yep, that makes sense too. Um, okay, anyways, who is the guy in the poster picks that you're sitting on the bench with as a kid, and he's sitting with his feet up, with his with his skates on, and he's just eating a slice of pizza, and you got your arm around him. He looks like a shed guy. Yeah, it, his name's Andrew Sharp. He used to he used to play for the Steelers, and Andrew Sharp. Was, I've never heard of that guy. Uh he played for the Steelers and uh, Coventry. Uh, that particular picture was after a playoff final win on the bench, and they had just won it all. They just won the playoffs. Yeah, oh, it was eating, cheating, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you got you got to you got to remember how old I, personally I was. Yeah. So how old would you have been in there? I was eight or nine when that picture was taken. So is the Steelers just getting going at that point then? No, they've been around since ni- uh, 1991. 1991. Jeez, I'm getting old, eh? I'm not going to say anything. Whatever. Um, yeah, I did. So here's a question. You uh, wear shin pads when you're playing in ball hockey? Not in... 
I can just picture it right now. You've never played hockey before. You get a bunch of fellows out there like you with sticks and um, you guys start mucking it up over a ball. I bet you there's some sore shins around that league. Yeah, I as I as I've not played a game yet, I don't know. Oh uh, boy, here we go. This is gonna so happen. That's yeah, gonna you... probably be a baptism of fire in my first shift. It'd be, it's gonna be but... like playing pond hockey with the Mennonites around here. You go out <laughs> when you're in high school and play pond hockey with the Mennonite fellas. Those boys will whack your shins hard. <laughs> I'm putting, Especially if I'm you putting, start running amok. <laughs> I'm putting shin pads or guards on for the games, but not typically practice. Yeah. Well, you might want to put the... I used to do it when I would play in a ball hockey league. Shout out to uh, Adam Snyder, who won the championship with me. Um, but anyways, uh, we needed shin pads because we start mucking it up out there. And boy, she could hurt when people start whacking you in the shins. Yeah. It's an extremely hard ball for the size of it, isn't it? It it's yeah. Well, like if you miss that ball or you're trying to get it, and then you're just if you get people that aren't that talented with their stick, they can whack people in the shins unintentionally. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. probably gonna be that one at some point. <laughs> I'm curious since you haven't played yet if there's gonna be any fisticuffs, any mucking it up out there. You know. I might answer the I might answer the bell if Oh really? If, you're gonna if, start if, fighting now too? If, 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 if you're six they, seven and you start dropping the mitts, that's gonna spread around the league and then if, everybody's if want, gonna everybody's they, gonna wanna go. If they want to. Is that I, right? I don't particularly want to, but Oh, it sounded like you were just calling out the whole league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't, I don't particularly fancy it but i don't think anyone else does um well sometimes it's got to get done though right yeah i wonder how many of the you get two two teams in different jerseys and they're adults and you start whacking people in the shins and if you start whamming people in the hips man things are going to get escalated quickly (laughs) it can sure do yeah yeah it happens in every hockey league all over the world you know (laughs) it makes it fun right it is yeah competing is fun um okay so anyways i just can't picture it there's gonna be a lot of sore shins um but yeah i got uh the next poster pick you sent the pick of the sheffield arena kind of lights dimmed out so i'm guessing that's like the intro time but it is an impressive barn isn't it it's big yeah it's it's home for me it's where i feel and that's interesting because one that big, it, it would be for me. I like the big blue tent where it was so small. Everybody was like, Well, you know who stands in that corner, and you know who stands at that blue line. And you'd be like, Oh, you know the guy that stands at the red line over there? You know the guy that sits up there? And like when you get into your arena, it's like, Man, there's too many people to know who's who around here. And then it would be a little more difficult to make it such a tight hockey family, right? Yeah. And I think if the team had moved venues like Cardiff have done into the new arena, I think it would have been different for me. But since I've been going to that Raised there for 17 years, all the memories are there. All the, I've been from most of the recent banners, I've been there when they've won them. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. yeah, this is where it's at. Well, and now I have great memories at the Sheffield Arena too. I have the Challenge Cup, but also now the... The, the bike ride uh, you know that um 
when Dave shows up and then Rich is there first, one of his first times out of the hospital and then he gets two L's and hockey tails Jersey. And it's like, well, that's winning. I don't care what game we're playing, but I know I'm winning. <laughs> I guess they mean more. I guess they mean different things to you. Two yeah. totally different things. It's like one is just me talking to my shed, but then to see that, like it's making fun happen around the world and like people might, remember this stuff happening whether everybody i don't have a marketing team really other than jake but that the people that do know what i'm doing um appreciate it that's all i need to know <laughs> yeah and that you're making a difference and changing the sport right right that fun is fun right yeah and, the sport definitely and sheffield is. is part of my hockey family and uh i think that's you know that's the people like jono that's the people like Simsy likes to mix it up too and get things going and yeah. uh, like that's what hockey's all about you know absolutely I feel like those two individuals kind of you think of the Steelers you think of for sure Jono yeah and, and and you think of Simsy and that and you also think of Robert Dowd that good looking chap definitely Robert Dowd now he's captain mm-hmm. but even before that yeah and we got a raffle at aleshockeytails.com, folks. But um, Simsy is still the leading scorer of the shed. Both two episodes are the top two. I can, I can kind of. He probably needs a gosh darn penguin to skate. <laughs> I don't, I don't think he can. I'm sure. I don't know, but yeah, penguin. I haven't seen him in skates. Have you? No, I want to see him. On hey, Simsy, skate with the storm is this Saturday, bud. <laughs> He's probably coming up to Manchester, though. <laughs> Bring your wheels, Simsy. I bet you they're blue. <laughs> Throw the <laughs> penguin in the boot. Let's go. <laughs> if I saw a picture of Simsy out wheeling around with the storm, that's hockey, right? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Fun is fun, right? So I'm just just thinking out loud again in the shed, folks. Don't listen to me, right? <laughs> so did you ever go to any road games? Um, I went to loads of road games before COVID, and then what's your favorite barn? Five. Yeah, it is. That's that's a barn, right? Yeah, I. That's hockey. I just love, I just, because it's so different to all the other rinks in the league. You, can, you almost kind of, you, you know, like I like the movie Slapshot. I grew up on it. Yeah. And like when you play in a barn like that, you're like, kind of feel like I'm like kind of in that movie. It, but then they come out in kilts and, you know, play the, that's, that's hockey. And and it's also a rocking venue as well. What, what they, yeah. what that fans do. No, the fans really aren't very nice, you know. They, I have a few five uh, people that I know, so I'm not going to agree with you. So, well, no, they can they, they weren't that bad. I just, you know, they could yeah. say they could say mean comments. I believe it's called chirping. Yeah, I'm I guess sure. they're I'm I sure. guess they're good at it. Just been I'm angry. Sure you've chirped a few people in the past. I, I'm not I'm not much of a chirper. I just go out and play the games. No. Yeah, I I didn't really get into chirping that much unless people deserved it, and then I'd make sure. That, <laughs> I let yeah. them know what I thought. You just said anything. So it worked. I just tell them the truth. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just tell them how big of a punk they're being and that <laughs> nobody's going to respect them. You know? <laughs> uh, so has your new team, 
You're going in, so you've gotten through preseason, you could say. You're about to start the season. Has yeah. your team gone out for pints yet? They have a couple of times. They're going out tonight. Um, well, you should get involved. It's the only way you can win. You have to true. drink beers together. It's part of the yeah. game. Yeah. I'm just telling you how to hockey. If you don't yeah, listen I'm... to me, you're not going to win. Okay. Drink I'll, beers with your teammates. I'll, I'll make sure I go for at least one tonight, okay? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank and you. We're all we're we're all pretty close, and we're all like a family. You'd say like we're we're all there for each other, which is the best thing about it. That's awesome, and isn't it fun? So you started hockey, and now you have a team. Being on a team is fun. It's like having a shed family. Shed family is slightly better. <laughs> shed family is it's like it's life changing stuff. But yeah, like then I get to go to the barn too and have like my team that I coach and like, this is my team. And like, you know, we're just getting started at that. So are you with your team? Loads of things. (laughs) (laughs) All at once it feels like. (laughs) A lot of fun happen, right? Try and keep up folks. (laughs) It's infectious fun as well. (laughs) It's, it's, uh, I don't know. It's fun to be fun, right? <laughs> fun to have fun. That's the reason I started playing this game. So, <laughs> And now you have a team and you got people to go out for pints with tonight, right? And, like, yeah. that's one thing is, like, you know, you live in a small town and, you know, I have the kids and everything going on. It's like I don't have much opportunity to go out and really get to know a lot of people, but I can walk out to the backyard and just chat in my shed and I get to know people just – does it yeah. easy in here, right? <laughs> Whoever created Zoom's a, a genius, right? What? Well, it's wild, and there are other ones like it. But like, then I watch a baseball playoff game over here the other night on TV, and like, right on the mound, it says sponsored by Zoom, and like, you could tell like Zoom's doing just quite well. But um, I got no problem with that because they made all this happen. Thanks, yeah. Zoom. free ads, right? Yeah, just drop the Zoom free ads in there. Yeah, yeah. You can sponsor me too, not just the MLB playoffs, right? <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't got more of a sponsor to be fair. Like, the outreach well, I'd have to call people. I'd have to have a sales team, and I don't do that. I'm not – if people want to be a part of the team, they can be part of the team. They just got to let me know, right? Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> um, yeah. If you're on my team, you're on my team. <laughs> if you're not, you're not. <laughs> Understandable that, really. Right? Isn't that how – the world should work if you're on my team you're on my team and if you show me you want to be on my team you're you're there and if you don't go fly a kite yeah. <laughs> you, you get the impression don't you straight away I, right yeah. uh but the fife barn's your favorite eh so yeah. why did you go to alaska i saw something about you going to alaska and i went through the messages we were talking about the moose the manchester storm moose um mikey but um you or something about mooses and you've seen a moose in person why were you in alaska to coach football soccer yeah that was when i uh was coaching soccer or football and i got to go to alaska for five weeks and uh to join covid to coach sport whilst i was obviously coaching and a moose decided to come and have a look at what i was doing while you were coaching soccer. Yeah. Just yeah. And the coach okay. next to me had stopped their session. And I was like, why have you stopped it? I looked over to him, what's going on? 
And he just pointed, and I, I just looked where he was pointing, and there was a moose. And I was just like, good idea. Probably should move. Yeah. Um, well, moose would be scared of you, right? Aren't they like, or no, they're not going to come towards you. No, but it's just it's just when you've got play, when you've got players that you're looking after, you don't want to take right. Like, yeah, you do get that dad vibe when you've got a team of yeah. people you're um, taking care of. Um, around here, I, I've never seen a moose in person. I've never lived anywhere where there's going to be a moose, but um, deer around here, I got to dodge those all the time on my back roads. <laughs> <laughs> turkeys I'd, I'd like to say we we've got that stuff over here where i live but we haven't so all we have to uh dodge well, there's, there's you got a lot of people on that island you know yeah too many yeah we don't we got more space for animals to be animals you know the habitats <clears throat> right um so here's a cutting edge question Prediction for the season. Who's going to take it down? You're going to go say orange. Go ahead. Just say it, and then we can move on, and then tell me who you really think. <laughs> oh, you stitched me up there. Thank you. Um, obviously, as a Steeler, I want, I, want all three, I want all three trophies. Oh, you think you're going to win the Grand Slam now? I want all three, but I don't think we're I still think... We're going to be a better team this year, but I still think it's Belfast. Really? Because I think we've shown so far when we've when we've played the bigger team, for example, like we lost to Car- we lost to Cardiff, and it's all right being not you know we seem to do that every game we play them. So you know, and surprisingly, I think Manchester might win either the playoffs or challenge cup a boy way to be involved that's the way um there is something special happening in manchester though i don't know what it is but uh maybe they got a cool new sponsor but like i got a message today that a, a person who hasn't watched the storm since childhood is they went to a game earlier this season from listening to the pod and it's, I guess, rekindled their love of the storm. And then they just bought a ticket again for this weekend. And they're going to go skating with the storm. They're even taking their wheels. And it's like, man, there's a buzz around Manchester. I don't know if it's the chocolate. I don't know if it's the winning or if it's all of the above or is fun, fun. <laughs> yeah, they've got a decent team. They a- do. And they're shed guys. And yeah. you know what? You can win with shed guys if even if they're not the super talented super resume guys from all over europe if you get some character dudes with some sandpaper look out girl scouts <laughs> yeah uh, uh, like good people win things don't they like that's that's what i hope you know yeah, yeah. Be- and i do like about the league over there though is that there are three trophies that you know if one team deserves to win all three Jeepers, you're the only team that got to have fun this year. But if it's a year where three teams win, I mean, like, look at us in Cardiff that year, 2014-15. Like, we left that season with, like, a, a feather in our cap. We won the Challenge Cup. And we it didn't work out for us in the playoffs, and we didn't quite win the league. But we did have a night and memories as a championship team, right? Yeah, and you stay, you stay in touch with each other. And that's what's probably helped you with the pod as well, isn't it? 
Well, it's the same way as I coach now is you can either be teammates for a year or you can be friends for life, you know, and it's, that's, that's what you guys can decide what you want to do, you know, but we may as well make it as fun as we can. And that, you know, that you're always on each other's team. And it's like, there's cultural things there that if you can get right and they know they have each other's backs, that shit lasts a lifetime. Yeah. And it's obvious that Manchester have two shed guys high up in their organization. So it's like Ginner knows how to find people. Ginner knows how to find the right people by the sounds of things and what I've seen in my shed. And I tell you, having the the right captain, having the right leader of a team, that crutch fella, and I, it's not just because I sponsor him. Yeah. Like that guy gets life. He gets hockey. Um, he gets how to be a teammate. He gets how to be a leader and he's just being himself. And like, those are the type of people I wanted to play for. You know, I was never the captain, but if that guy was my captain, I bet you we'd be a hell of a team. <laughs> yeah. The it, like Critchlow is, he's a, a player that stands out to other teams in the league. And I, I quite like him as a player as well. And I bet you, you know, he even made a bit of, appearance on the national team there last year and it's like bet you that guy could have gone to some of those as you call them bigger teams but because of what they're trying to build in manchester and because he's a shed guy because beginner's a shed guy because finner is there running it and knows how to hockey like that's why he would stay and say well let's let's try and make what we can out of manchester and i'm fully on board with that let's do this right that's fun is fun you secretly with gb have all the players from all these different teams and you're secretly rooting for every single one of the players when they're in GB, but you see you're also looking at what they're doing in their teams in every game. That's not against Sheffield. Well, that's how this whole shed works. That's how hockey works. It's like, it's like when I played Sheffield years ago and I saw those guys and I play against them and then you kind of follow along as how they're doing and whatever. And then, like I played against a lot of guys over the years and like y'all kind of know each other and follow each other. And then that's, that's how the shed works. Right. And you know, who were punks out on the ice and you know who you respected and um, the shed guys I have on are the guys I respected on the ice. And we all knew we were out there competing and mucking it up and just having fun. And then we were doing it for the love and all of us have to work after hockey. Right. And all the punks don't get the don't get a sniff, do they? No, they're not shed guys, right? Yeah. Right, and like it's like I, I, I. That's one thing I can look back on now is like when I came back to Canada with my tail between my legs and all that, and didn't know what to do with life or how to support my family and all that shit is like to think of. all these guys behind me on the posters um, to think of Lee Freeman that makes all the posters, Sean Collins that does the website, Neil Parker that helped me get all these jerseys made to have raffles and that I could, that I could sponsor the storm. Um, Like it's a hockey family that I don't think many people have. And it's pretty fucking neat. (laughs) Yeah. They all want to be part of it. All right. Obviously, I've I've listened to that many episodes. It's like you've got players that that you have said that have said to them thanks for that because they're actually getting to relive what who they are, right? 
Well, there's there's so many different shots to have in the shed. The current players, there are some guys that get it and know how important they can be to kids and all of that and understand how fortunate they are to be playing a game for a living. Then there's some guys that are just going through it and they don't realize what they're doing and how fortunate they are. And I was kind of one of those guys. Um, and then like, I didn't realize how special it was that I was one of the guys that got to go to Germany and have one of those spots. And there's not many of those spots in the world. Um, but then you talk to the guys that are out of the game that like have been retired for a decade that like they buried it like I did when I got back. And like nobody around here wants to hear about how great of a hockey player I was or how many championships I won. But like, if I have all my buddies, we can talk about it on here. And I, I found a platform where we can be ourselves. They get to relive who they were. And I get to be that guy that gets to facilitate that fun. And that's exactly what I'm all about. <laughs> and you get to have the fun as well, don't you? I sure do. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, I, and I, I, I can't thank my real world enough. Uh, my real job, because like, they know what I'm doing. They know, like, I don't hide anything and I know I get the job done there too. And um, you work hard and then you play hard. Right. Yeah. Even if you, even if you have to compromise a little bit at the start of some podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I did. Might've lost my groove there in the intro. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm surprised you had such a great intro of the little bit of research that's available on me on hockey so yeah um no you're just getting started and it'll be fun to hear about your season and how the knights do and i i just i i mean this is what it's all about is finding out a guy's joining hockey at 25 years old you get to be part of a team you get to go for a pint tonight with your squad um and that's hockey you know and if you go for a pint with your squad tonight i want to i want to shed guy selfie with the squad okay Everybody have smashing a pint together because that's yeah. hockey. I have to drive home, so it'll be a pint of something other than alcohol. But yeah, can you not have one over there? I don't drink, so that's gonna be a challenge. You don't drink, so then don't drink, and then just have a a normal drink. Yeah, with with your squad. Yeah, it's gonna be one at least one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's the same with, with the other hockey teams. It's like, there are guys that don't drink in hockey. And it's like, that's cool. But, like, you still got to be a part of this. You still got to come. You're still part of the team. You don't you? have to be there all that long. And it's like, Mark Richardson ain't going to drink like I am. But we were both, you know, yeah. teammates. And we were there. And it's like, you don't have to drink to do what I do. It's like, everybody can do whatever they want. And it's like, but he was always there. He was always part of it. Yeah. It's you don't you don't want to exclude yourself, so that's and you want to be part of something. Exactly. Right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to the sport, sir. I know you've been a fan yeah. for a while of the Orange team, but if yeah. if if you're going to Manchester Saturday, you know you can take chocolate in case the storm earn it. <laughs> I've got to find out what chocolate my my team like just to slip them one on that Saturday, and then. Ah, uh, fun's banned there, sir. Can't throw chocolate. Yeah. Not allowed. Good. Fun's not allowed. No, unfortunately. <laughs> it's been a fun story, though, through the Shed's history, hasn't it? <laughs> we, uh, It's like there's hockey history and now there's Shed history of like, you know, like what if the arena didn't complain about the chocolate the night a Kit Kat get that? 
I heard Kit Kat was talking about sponsoring the Steelers. Imagine if that would have happened through all this. And, like, imagine how many Steelers I may be having on if all of that happened. Instead, they banned fun. Then all of a sudden, Critchlow mucks it up, beats the storm. The first chocolate storm ever happens. Now, all of a sudden, my I'm a sponsor of the team, you know? Yeah. History. It's, Hockey history. It's fun. It's funny. One particular thing that made me laugh on the one of the pods was, um, was it Matt Carruth who had his chocolate coming out of his backside, like like a fake him? Oh, yeah. That yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's a cardboard cutout of him in <laughs> Herning, Denmark. And um, he's in the lobby, and they sell Twix out of his keister. <laughs> It's crazy. As I, as I mentioned to you, we've got the same birthday, so. Do you imagine if, uh, like, I never would have started this? Like, how much fun has happened? Like, what would I be doing? How would I entertain myself? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be here. No. I, I, yeah, I'd be interesting. I'd be bored. Yeah. you find something, though, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, you got to stay busy. got to keep having fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank Thanks for coming on. Don't get in too many fights this year when you whack people in the shins, eh? I'll I'll try and keep my uh, stick down. Cross checking is my my thing that I don't. Whammies, whammies. Don't get yeah. too high. If you get high with the cross check, they call it. You got to stay low. Get it in the the hips. You're six yeah, seven. You, you know what? The refs are going to be watching you. You better be careful with the cross checks. And if you're doing it, everybody's going to be watching you. So you're the one that's going to have to be most careful with your stick. The little fellas, we could do whatever we want. Nobody was watching. <laughs> you, you still there? Yeah. I, like my coach was saying to me, watch the cross checks. I didn't even know I was checking the other night. I... Well, that's the thing. At 6-7, people are going to see what you're doing with your stick. People are going to be watching you just because of the size. I'm telling you. Yeah. I stick out them so. Well, that's how it works when you're six seven in hockey. When you're the little fellow, they're like, Oh, hopefully nobody hurts him. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then when they turn around, you're gonna whack the guy. <laughs> yeah. I find that the smaller players are the more feistier player. Well, you have to be, or else you don't survive. Feisty or die, is it out there? Well, I mean, if you're a soft, small guy, good luck. Huh. It's yeah. funny because if there are a lot of people that would call me soft in my career, and I was like, I don't feel soft. I don't I don't understand. Yeah. I know my low back's soft, but other than that, I don't understand why people call me soft because I have no problem doing whatever. And uh, for some reason, because I was small, people would call me soft. It's like, well, just because you're big doesn't make you tough. <laughs> you know? No, yeah. Just because you yeah. And just because you're tall doesn't make you tough either. It, right it, it's very true and like there's six foot seven guys like yourself that well just because they're six foot seven doesn't mean they like fighting no i don't yeah. like it but well you may have to find out if you don't control your stick out there <laughs> yeah i've already witnessed that in practice <laughs> uh well good luck with everything it was great getting to know you today i gotta get back to the real world and this has been another episode of two l's and hockey tales with Bather and Wally. Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. 
Some people don't join at all Cause they got no rhythm And that's alright Some people they drink too much Some people don't drink enough Some people are just like me I hope y'all forgive them I'm like Scott and Tommy I'm always speaking my mind when I'm better on 